Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Do you think and feel younger than you are? There was uh, some research done into this. About uh, 1,500 people were asked, and almost all said that we tend to think and feel we're younger than we are. And would you say, Lucky, that when you uh, look at yourself, because you're 68 now, right? <laughs> So, uh, no, in your 40s, uh, do yeah. you feel like you're uh, five years younger, six, 10, 12? Uh, boy, I'm mid 40s. So I would say probably, I feel like I'm like 10 years younger. All right. Depends on the day or time of day. Right. I will say, because there are times, you know, early morning when you're trying to rock yourself out of bed because yeah. you can't quite lift it up anymore. <laughs> the abs don't seem to work the same, or at least I don't see them. As easily. Um, This is interesting. I think the years stretch as we age. So, for example, if you're in your 30s, in your mind, you're about 24. Now, if you're in your 40s, you think you're in your early 30s. So that's like 30 to 24 is six years. You get into your 40s. And now it's like you've added like a decade. So mm. you think you're, and then in your 50s, you feel more like you're in your late 30s. So you're adding like 12 to 13 on top of wow. it. Wow. Um, and I think probably part of that reason is, is if you're 30, saying you feel 24 is a, a good middle ground. Because if you start saying, I, I still feel like I'm 16, then it just seems like you're immature. Yes. You know, whereas, uh, you know, I think in the wheelhouse of life, being in your 30s, and maybe this is why people in their 50s say, your 30s seem to be kind of your best decade mm. from health standards and just being able to bounce back from things and being able to eat whatever you want from your own self-being. It's a kind of a great decade to, to live through. There's a bunch of other reasons why I certainly wouldn't want to be back in my 30s now when it comes to child rearing and, you know, all of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy to be, I am so grateful to be out of that realm. Right. You know, that part of my life is over and I, I don't wax nostalgically for it at all. Mm. Um, but, uh, but I can see it once you're into your 50s thinking, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm 37. 38. I mean, I don't. I was going to say, is that how you're feeling? No, I'm 56. I feel like I'm 76. (laughs) Well, after watching the Chris Rock stand-up special on Netflix, I caught it yesterday. And, eh, you know, it's fine. I do remember uh, laughing a lot more at some of his earlier stuff. And, you know, listen, he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's been at it a long time. And maybe much like a musician, after a while, you just can't write the hits you once did. Right. It's fine. It's funny. He's very smart. He's very quick. And there's a thing he does with his stand-up that I I find is so kind of different and unique from, from others, in that he will repeat himself over and over again. Like, he'll say, so the guy said in the store, you gotta do something. He said to me, I gotta do, you know, and he'll say yeah. that, and he'll say that, and he'll say that. And it's his, I always find his delivery is, is very interesting, because then that helps lead to the, to the punchline. Well, even when he messed up his joke, mm. he went back and kind of did the joke again. Yeah. But yeah. all worked it right in. Yeah, he's very talented. Literally, he's been at it a very long time. And, uh, well, he said his piece. And I think after watching it, what he did was he just simply slapped Will Smith right back in the face with his words. Yeah. You know, I said it yesterday. I thought the timing seemed a bit interesting. Like it had been past its best before date. You mm. wait a year for it. But I guess the Oscars are this weekend. It's so good, kind of good timing. More I guess. top of mind again. 
If you find yourself going to uh, catch a flick in the movie theater, maybe you're one who likes to go see the Oscar-nominated movies before the awards. Well, Popular Science figured out the absolute best place to sit in a movie theater. And not surprisingly, you want to be in the middle of the row, so you're lined up with the center of the screen. And you want to be two-thirds of the way back, because that's where the audio engineers have generally sit. They sit to test the best sound. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that seems like it would be the smart place to watch. It's basically dead center of the theater, mm. right? And now, I thought this was interesting. If you can't get those seats dead center um, and two-thirds back, then you should sit closer to the screen rather than farther back. I was always one to head right up to the back. Oh, okay. But now sometimes, too, with the... Um, with the way the theaters are set up, that front row. Now, I understand. I don't need the text. I get why they're separated. It's four wheelchairs. I get right. it. You get two seats, a separation, two more seats, a separate. I get there for wheelchairs. But I feel there's no problem with me sitting there if there's nobody in a wheelchair there. Right. I'm not taking up a spot. Gotcha. You get that separation from the other people. And with your reclining back, as they do in the Lazy Boy style, you get to see the whole screen. Mm-hmm. You know. Used to be a time when you just didn't want to sit in the front row because you were basically sitting there with your head staring up. <laughs> come back, come out of there with whiplash. Yeah, right. And and I, they were experimenting in some theaters in the states about premium pricing, like for seats. Oh, really? Right? So the pricing will differ based on what seat you want. Those front center, not front row, but you want the center middle of the uh, of the theater. You're going to pay a little more, like a premium price, hmm. whereas the front row would be cheaper. Yeah, well, they got to make their money back. I think COVID, you know, kicked them so hard. Certainly, there's some movies, Top Gun and um, others, that have done so well uh, since COVID in the theater. But boy, those are all, those are a lot of theaters sitting empty or half packed. Yep. Um, and as speaking of the Oscars, some people were talking about the worst movies that won Best Picture, and I thought this was surprising. Titanic, Rocky, and The Shape of Water all show up as. Movies that, I guess, scored low on Rotten Tomatoes with audience, but did very well with critics. Right. I thought Rocky is, to this day, one of the all-time greats. I think it holds up, but uh, but as the franchise got better or you know extended, mm. the, the legend grew. Mm-hmm. Right now, yeah. to the point where we're into the creeds, the, the legend, I think we look back fondly on it. Maybe originally we didn't love it as much yeah and you know i was just happy and i have been happy anytime just a great story like that wins because sometimes i mean the the oscars i love it i enjoy it well, i say i enjoy it and then about half an hour in i'm bored to tears i don't know what it is with my obsession with it but i just find they go out of their way to be such and this is a very left wing, and Hollywood is very left wing. But it's also very woke now. Everybody mm. is so careful. The films they make must focus on certain issues, and some of them are, let's face it, are real downers. I mean, that movie last year that was up for Oscar with the woman living in the van because her husband died pooping in a coffee can. <laughs> oh, there's a fun loving comedy. <laughs> I mean, they really go out of the way to be heavy. You know, a lot of these films that are up for... That's why, I, even though I didn't see Top Gun and I don't really... It's not something I'm all that interested in. I would love to see it win Best Picture. Right. Just because it did so well at the box office. And it's just a great movie. It was just, it, well, I was going to say, it was a great movie. Yeah. It was, a, it was it, as it goes for a movie experience. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, no, for sure. Instead, it's going to be some guy driving a lawn tractor across... <laughs> 
<laughs> Middle America to find that son of his he gave up at birth. Um, Keanu Reeves has it all. He really does. And scientists have now given him an honor. They have named a fungus-killing bacteria after him. It was discovered last month in Germany, and they named it Keanu Reeves. Actually, they named it Keanomycins. Okay. Um, because this uh, fungus-killing bacteria kills so efficiently that we named it after him because he, too, is extremely deadly in his roles. Wow. Yeah. And he was asked uh, on Reddit, on that Ask Me Anything forum, on Saturday, Keanu was asked about it, and he, he seems to be pretty cool with it all. He says, they should have named it John Wick, but that's pretty cool and surreal. But thanks, science people. Good luck, and thanks for helping us. They didn't name it Ted for Mill and Ted? No, or, no. Or Johnny Utah? And somewhere, Alex Winter has got another reason to hate <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> He really gets it all. And a bacteria. Anyhow, good on him. Keanu Reeves. He deserves all he gets. He's just a solid, solid dude. <laughs> so we got a beat yet on uh, this guy in Oshawa on top of the car no. naked? Have we figured out? <laughs> no. In fact, the, the pictures that I've seen posted of him are the people posting it are the suspects I would have thought on top of the car to begin with. Now, did he? it looks like he's on the main drag there of downtown Oshawa. Yeah, it looks like he's right on either Simcoe or King. Yeah, I think yeah, it's do, Simcoe. Do we know how far he made it? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how long he was, you know, not only like riding the top of a car, but naked riding the top of a And car. I mean, it was pleasant enough yesterday, but I'm assuming the video was shot yesterday. Right. But not quite warm enough yet to be... Going naked. No, no uh, there's no time hmm. that's warm enough to be going naked. <laughs> um, and like bare, bare naked. Yeah, bare, bare naked. And in an odd position. Uh, well, because he bent over yeah. riding the top of a car like yeah. a snowboard. Yeah, very strange. Uh, there's so much to unpack. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 why? Mm-hmm. W- what else was involved? Was this a dare? Was this... Drugs? Was this his car? With someone was? Did someone steal everything from him? It had to be a deer of some sort. Yeah, you know. And you wonder where that conversation started in some driveway somewhere. One person says to another, "I got an idea. Right? You get naked, hop on top of my car, and we'll drive around downtown." And the other person says, "All right, I'm in." <laughs> now he's stripping down. He's getting ready. The other person is sitting waiting in the car. Right. And at some point, he doesn't think to himself. This makes no sense. Or this is going to end very badly. Yeah. And let's face very dangerous. Say they had to have hammered on the brakes. Yeah. He would have been gone. Anyhow, listen, whatever floats your boat, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever turns you on, pal. <laughs> this has to be in Oshawa as I well. <laughs> Where else? Right? Where else? I believe it was Doug Elliott. <laughs> That's your afternoon delight right there. Scientists in uh, South Africa discovered that at night, dung beetles seem to be able to roll balls of dung in straight lines guided by the Milky Way. Oh. Well, it's in their name, dung. you think they would be doing something with the dung. I, I have a feeling that the surprising part isn't that they're rolling dung. It's mm. that they're doing it in line with yeah. the Milky Way. But it was straight line, them, them dung beetles. Yeah. They never got the credit they deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the dung I've rolled. That's right. <laughs> Not anyone can do this. That's right. Originally, it was uh, John Paul, George Ringo, and Dung.
<laughs> but they kicked him out of the band. <laughs> he was getting too many of the ladies. Right. Uh, a full day on Saturn is just 10 hours, 33 minutes, and 38 seconds long. And even that seems probably too much to be on Saturn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> is it Friday yet? Yeah. Sort of Wendy's here. Uh, there's an annual marathon in Wales where people compete against horses. A person has won two times against the horses. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, they uh, started the race in 1980, but it was not until 04 and 07 that somebody outran the horse. How do you beat a horse? they got to be on roids. <laughs> There's got to be something going on. Or the horse is missing a leg or something. <laughs> it's it, it's it's like gotta it's 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 carrying people yeah like, that's like right. the horse is towing yeah that's right. when you go horseback riding it's one of those ancient old ones that you know can barely stand up <laughs> uh wd-40 got its name because it took the inventors 40 tries to get the formula right oh hmm. i always thought it was some sort of like a military experiment mm. or or something they, they were trying to develop um, for uh, for water displacement, and it went not went wrong, but they realized they had a really good lubricant in the oh. whole thing. It's a lubricant, you say? It is. Well, but <laughs> it's also a smell that sticks well, around. Like yeah. when you, pl- you sm- spray WD forty, mm-hmm. it's very clear that you've done that. I use it as a coating on my pans when I'm <laughs> cooking. Yeah, everything just slides right off. That explains a lot. Yeah, uh, the biggest money maker. For gambling in Vegas is the slot machines. Three quarters of their revenue comes from just the slots. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that doesn't. It's not a big surprise when you figure how many of them they have. Mm-hmm. The bright lights, that's what draws people. There's no skill involved in playing it. Yeah. And even now, the technology has changed where it's all digital. Right. Right. So it's not like, you know, it used to be you had to go grab a bucket. Yeah. And you'd get oh, your, your coins, change. and you'd literally have to put one coin in at a time, yeah. and you could track your spending doing that. Now you can swipe a card, or you put in a bill, and it's all credits that are in there, and you don't even feel it going in or out. Swiping away all your good credit. Yeah. That's what you're doing. <laughs> biweekly, the uh, term biweekly has two definitions, happening every two weeks or happening twice a week. Right. Biweekly. Okay. Well, let's just make sure your bank, when they're taking stuff out, gets the right definition. <laughs> See, <laughs> Twice a week would not feel good. Buy always have to have it two ways. <laughs> I just call it selfish. Pick a team. Pick a side. Um, when the first Gap store opened, it only sold two things, Levi's and Records. Really? Yeah, back in 1969. They didn't have their own clothesline at that time. Yeah. Linguists have determined that the five oldest words in English... Are I, two, three, five, and who? Okay. The who. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, talking yesterday, Lucky and I, about him and his uh, snowblower and if he uh, helps any of his neighbors. I wonder how many people stepped up to help this uh, older couple in Ajax. Right. plowed like 10 feet of snow in front of their driveway or something? Well, I, I guess the story is they cleared their driveway, or at least got help to do that. Uh, and uh, it was all clear until the plow went mm. by. And uh, they call it the windrow is what the, the plows leave at the end of your driveway. Okay. And it is no- normally the most frustrating part. As we've gotten out there, we've shoveled, and then this icy crud yeah. mix is, uh, is put back at the end of our driveway. Um, and I guess this one was, I don't know if they live on a corner or what, but it, 
it was to the point where someone uh, in, in the neighborhood went by and made a TikTok video of how bad hmm. it was. Because it looked like it was about four feet high and about ten feet wide. <laughs> Brimico like, at the end of their driveway. Oh, it, 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 it was just an insane pile. Right. And they thought, and of course, remember... You know, with the snow being as heavy as it was mm. this weekend, when they put that back on there, it was near impossible to get through. And and this person just said, "Hey, like, what is? How is this not a, a, a bylaw violation by the city itself? Right, right to to do this? And once you've cleared your driveway, is the city really allowed to put it right back onto your driveway? Um, it was it was. We have the same a similar problem in our house where we live on a corner and. If the plow wants to, he can bury us in all of the snow he's brought down that the he's brought down the street with them. And uh, and if they don't adjust properly, and mm. most of the times they do, but every now and then there's been a situation where they haven't. And it's been up to like four feet high, and it's just an absolute wall of ice that if that were to happen overnight... You'd be getting a call from me saying, I don't know if I'm making it into work. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I know we really struggled uh, this uh, Sunday because, as you said, the, it was so wet. And then when they bring it up, it's just big ice chunks. And you literally have to take a spade and, sh- you know, crack through it all and then try to move it around. But a 10-foot, especially, you know, you think, look, and I, I appreciate what these uh, guys do. They're When it snows like that, they're on the road for like 24 hours. Mm. Right? So they're not going to be able to make it perfect for everybody. But you think every now and then you would get kind of a an idea of who's going to get hammered with more snow than others and yeah, as you said make adjustments to the blade to right. avoid that i mean i don't know how difficult that is to do i i suffer a little bit in that same way because i uh like you live on a on a corner and so when they come down that main road and swipe into my street they're bringing all the snow from uh well, i think mostly pickering <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be pickering snow. It's very snobby snow. I know. Imagine if the plow guy's having a bad day, he would uh, he could just get off on burying people oh, behind yeah. that too, right? Yeah, yeah. There might be some of that too. Good little laugh, ah, sucker. Yeah. When was the last time you had a Toblerone bar? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I know you get mini ones every now and then. We could get them at Christmas. Yeah, it's more of a Christmas thing. I, yeah. I find. Swiss Chalet, don't they always include a Toblerone That's bar? That's right, they at used to at one point. I, I like them, but I always find them so hard to, to break apart, those little triangles, and my OCD will not allow me. If I break one triangle off and take part of the other triangle, I have to consume that, then break the next one, and I go on and on until I've eaten all of the Toblerone bars. You seem to have real issues with what the rest of the world finds simple tasks. Yeah, well, I do struggle. <laughs> I struggle in a lot of areas. That's why you see I have no laces in my shoes. I... <laughs> I struggle a lot. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, if you're uh, if you're a fan of the Toblerone, uh, they're making some changes to their logo. They have to drop the Matterhorn logo due to Swissness laws. A Toblerone has been a Swiss chocolate brand for 115 years, and since the 1970s, they've used Switzerland's iconic Matterhorn Mountain as their logo. But Switzerland is forcing them to drop it because they recently announced, Toblerone did, that they're moving some of their product out of the country to meet demands. Oh. And Switzerland has laws where you can't use any Swissness on your packaging, including their flag or imagery, unless the product is exclusively made in Switzerland. All right. Yeah. But if I were Toblerone, I wouldn't worry all that much. As long as you don't change that triangle box. 
Mm, right, right. The, the triangle tube that it comes in. Yeah, that you know your your product placement is based on that. Now, I didn't realize there was a mountain on it. No, true. Yeah, uh, they're going to replace it with uh, just a, uh, a a slogan established in Switzerland in 1908. Okay. So maybe if you got a Toblerone box lying around with that mountain horn thing on it, keep it. It'd be worth something one day. <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.